0: Hi friends! Hello friends! Welcome back to where are we growing? Plant
1: podcast.
0: <laughs> um, so we, this is a very exciting episode. I, I'm very excited.
1: I'm sure you're more excited because you're like you're gearing up for all of our special guests. Oh
0: yeah, it's been a it's been a process. Yes. Well, tell <laughs> tell
1: everybody who we have with us today and what we're going to learn about.
0: So today we have Sonia from Partly Sunny Projects on the podcast, and I am ecstatic.
1: um you actually sonia is the one who got you into getting on tiktok right
0: yeah she was uh one of the people whose videos like were like oh my god i i vibe with this i should be posting stuff (laughs) yes well welcome sonia thank you for being with us
2: Oh gosh, thank you so much. I didn't know I had any sort of inspiration for you being on TikTok.
1: I'm oh, yeah. glad. I love your content. Yeah, Brandon's like, I can do that. I'm doing that. Oh yeah. <laughs> I just I feel like I started posting on TikTok just like, well, it was well, it was in the middle of the pandemic, so we're right at the beginning of the pandemic. I'm like, maybe people want to see some plant stuff. I don't know. And here we all are. So
2: Yeah, here we all are. Yeah. <laughs>
1: um brandon's got our list of questions opened up so do you want to start with like some we'll intro sonia so let's talk about sonia first and then we'll get into some questions that people asked us over on the instagram
0: absolutely so yeah sonia tell us a little bit about yourself who you are for those who aren't familiar with you what do they need to know
2: well they need to know that i am the um like the mom of succulents on tiktok at the moment (laughs) or so i feel like Uh, So, yeah, I um, started Partly Sunny Projects uh, about a year and a half ago out of just kind of financial and mental necessity. I quit my job. Um, I was in uh, corporate America. I was a mortgage lender for the last 16 years. And then I decided I didn't want to do that anymore. And so I started uh, hustling plants for the most part. And it just, it got out of hand in (laughs) a nice way. And... (laughs) So, um, yeah, so I have an online shop at com, and I specialize in cactus, succulents, and air plants. Um, may, you know, verge into some houseplants uh, when the weather gets a little bit better, but that's, uh, that's another ship to potentially sail on. And, uh, <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, you definitely have the magic touch for succulents and cacti, which seem to be, like, I don't know, over, like more complicated than people like
2: think they are.
1: I
0: can't, I, I can't keep them alive. But I think it's a lack of light okay, issue so, for me. But <laughs> I, I think,
2: I think where the challenge really lies is that they're loved to death, mm-hmm. and you really need to treat your succulents like your last slightly abusive relationship, <laughs> and then, and then it's fine. Because I find that most people just truly they just love them to death, and especially everything like east of the Rockies. I feel like east of the Rockies and Midwest, we solve everything with water. <laughs> <And> like <laughs> just water it, just water it. And Next thing you know, the whole thing is drowning. So it's a little bit a little bit more hands off, and then uh, and then you have way more success. What made you choose succulents
1: or cacti in particular? Are there any other like? plant species or families that you gravitate towards or what made you choose them
2: well um so I moved to California back in 2010 and prior to that I was like living like I said in the Midwest I was in Indiana and I basically grew things that were good in my environment so when I was in the Midwest it was more English gardens I loved hostas and peonies and all the annuals that come with living in that climate and then when we moved to california and my first year here like it didn't rain for seven months (laughs) great like you know your first couple of weeks you're like wow this is so cool it's like not raining by the end of the fourth month you're like is it the end of the world when 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 is it gonna rain um and you know i knew succulents as kind of like some sedum maybe some hens and chicks but nothing really spectacular because that's all that's available in indiana (laughs) but you come out here and you're like whoa like whoa um the first plant that i got was an ionium and i was in love it just looked like this beautiful black rose and it just kind of kept producing offsets and i broke a piece off and it made roots and then i got another one and you took a leaf and you made a whole new plant and i was like this is bananas this is just amazing um and then we moved to southern california in 2016 and it was my um first uh 700 water bill um in southern california because they have to like pushed the water to the little city that I live in and uh, the house that we bought had grass and had like, you know, plants that needed a lot of water. And I'm like, uh, can I swear? Yeah, oh, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. I'm like, this is, this is like fucking horseshit. The hell is like $700 for a water bill for grass. You can't even eat it. Like this is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. So like within a couple of months, I tore all the grass out and, um, you know, I decided that I was going to do my landscaping on a zero budget yes, and um, I love that. started trolling through like Craigslist. And I mean, I'm surprised I'm still alive. Um,
1: <laughs> <laughs> but Lots um, of sketchy like parking lot <laughs> plant meetups.
2: Listen, listen, I have an actual death scale. <laughs> um of what what my chances are of being murdered at any point in time during the transaction and so much so that I was at one place and I left my phone in the car cuz like I didn't have any pockets and my husband former marine well I guess they're never really not ever marines but um <laughs> he was trying to get a hold of me and he couldn't get a hold of me I thought he was going to call in a battalion to find me because he was just Convinced that I had already been chopped up into pieces and thrown into pieces because I I didn't answer the phone. And uh, so now, like, I have to go. I have to check in. And I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm like, out of three. I'm probably not going to get murdered. I'll be fine. And then I have to, like, check in so we can make sure that... I don't die over getting some, you know,
1: jade or something. So. <laughs> I get Did scared. I answer
2: your question. I think so. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I know. We, we always forget <laughs> what we were talking about. As long as it's on the topic of plants, <laughs> we're probably good. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I get scared with plant meetups. I've been kind of strictly doing like people that I know.
0: But you're you're pretty good at it. Like for me, like I'm, it freaks me out a little bit more. Like I'm just like Ugh. someone that never talked to. I want to ask
1: Sonia. Has anyone ever like? Do you, do you ever run into people who know you from TikTok? I mean, you have to.
2: Um, every once in a while, it doesn't happen that often, but when it does, it's pretty funny because they're like, oh,
1: and I'm like, Ooh. yeah, they'll be like, "You're Sonia," and you're like, "I am." I don't know. Yeah. I, don't, I never know <laughs> what to like, say to that one. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I had, I had one girl, she uh, commented on the TikTok and she's like, oh my God, I just saw you at Costco and I was totally fangirling, but my boyfriend <laughs> said not to go and make a scene so I didn't say oh. hi. And I'm like, oh, you should have totally kept to say hi. Like, oh
0: my gosh. Yeah, the first time hysterical. we got recognized in public, we were together yeah, we were and together. some girl was like looking at us from like across the plants yeah, at the greenhouse. just be
1: staring, I think after a while, because we have a, a pretty good... Uh, a pretty extensive plant community where we are in the Twin Cities. Um, So there are people who happen to see us at the shops and it's kind of funny because now I I can kind of like feel it out now. Like if I'm with a friend who's like not from like the plant world and I'm like, I think this person knows who I am. They keep staring at me. (laughs) And eventually they do come by and they're like, hey, hi, I know you from Tiki Talk. And I'm like, hello, nice to meet you.
2: Think that they're really like totally paying attention because, well, s- still down here, we're we're wearing masks, right? So, like, yeah. by the time someone recognizes me, I have a mask on, I've got a hat on. <laughs> <I've-> <laughs> you just see my eyeballs and I'm like really? You know who I am?
0: Okay you. I mean are you binge watching? What are you doing? <laughs> like how are like you? I am incognito I'm,
1: right I'm now. A, I'm very horrible with faces so even without the mask I don't know how people are so confident well, some t- sometimes people think I'm Plant Me Ashley from, from YouTube because she's got the blonde hair with the glasses sometimes <laughs> and they'll be like I love your YouTube and I'm like I'm not on the YouTube but thank you I appreciate it <laughs> Um, should we get into some questions that people sent in? You have people's like handles written out, too, oh, so yeah, we can we shout a... out who who asked the questions. <laughs> okay, go, Brandon. You're in charge.
0: So the first question is from April underscore Rose 42. She says, what kind of succulent or cacti do you wish was more popular than it is?
2: Um, I actually happen to know April underscore Rose 42. Um <laughs> For my little plant peeps, I love her. Um, you know, I I just think that people should get things. Oh, on thing. Get things that they enjoy. Um, something that becomes like overly saturated in the market tends to lose its uniqueness, I guess. And I think plants speak to you like something that either you like aesthetically or you feel like you can manage care. Um, so it's not so much like one plant should become more popular than another I think it's more about what's your comfort level with getting a plant and then not becoming kind of like paralyzed when it doesn't do well and not loving your hobby because it's not going well because really the plant is more about an experience than the plant itself like it's just there to teach you a lesson because you're taking a plant that may be like grown in like South Africa and you're in a basement somewhere in Ohio midwinter and you're (laughs) not surviving. It's like, well, (laughs) so it's really about experience and about learning what it takes to make something else live that you're not going to serve like seven to 10 years if you kill it. So.
1: I love that. Um it's kind of one of my favorite things when I see people buy a plant that they previously killed again where they're like, "Okay, this is my second try or this is my third try." And that makes me really happy that people like didn't do well with something or they weren't successful and they wanted to try again. Like that's my favorite thing. So that's why I always say I'm probably not done with the fiddle leaf figs. I've killed three, <laughs> but I never say never. Like I may welcome another one into my home maybe when I have more light. Um I just know that it's not realistic for me. I don't have a whole ton of, like, succulents either. I have a bunch of cacti. They're fun.
2: Awesome. I I think that, really, it is just the experience and not, like, it's a one and done. It should really be several, like, three, four, seven, because sometimes, like, orchids? Oh, my God. (laughs) Like, you have to find, like, the G-spot in your house (laughs) where that particular plant is going to have enough light, enough air, and is going to be happy otherwise that's it you bring it home all the freaking flowers fall off within a day oh, and yeah. here's my mother she's getting it you know one plant to bloom for like the ninth time in <laughs> one year and i'm like what are you doing and it, you know it's about the experience of uh, of learning how to take care of something
0: yeah it's definitely a like a process and I like it because you grow with your plant and just like being able to figure stuff out. Like I truly don't think anyone has a brown thumb. Mm-hmm. I think they just aren't aware of all of the ins and outs and what they need to do. I think anyone can learn mm-hmm. and it just really takes that process of just bonding with your plants.
1: Yeah. There's a lot of like bad information out there. Just, I don't know, they, almost everything. They're like water when the half, top half inch of the soil is dry
3: and like. I don't think Use I do ice that. With,
1: yeah, I'm like Have I don't a think water I do that anything. Yeah, <laughs> Oh my god, that, that's what my, my mom. I know my mom's probably listening. Hi mom, she likes to like go to a big giant plant like pot this big and and grab a little cup of water and like give it a sip. And I'm like, mom, imagine if you were starving and someone gave you a bite of something, and they were like, that's it, that's all you get. <laughs> 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 You're like, you can't be doing that. Not cut. Yeah,
2: I want you to grow to your like maximum fullness on water alone. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. Maybe a little fertilizer every once in a while. <sighs>
1: Uh, what's our next question brandon
0: the next one is from jess underscore may 164 um she would like you to talk about the overcomplication of succulent care by most people sonia has some great tips on easy care what are your best easy tips
2: um yeah like i said earlier you need to treat it like your last slightly abusive relationship and then you're gonna be fine um all kidding aside it really um one of my things that I say often is success starts at the roots. It really does. If you don't have the right soil combination for your particular climate, just throw it in the trash because that's where it's going to wind up in a couple of weeks. And what is that soil combination ever, you know, all these little different groups, they all kind of like, Oh, what's your recipe? And everybody gives their recipe, but it's like, but where do you live? Where's the plant? Is it inside? Is it outside? What kind of plant is it? You know, um, all these things kind of come into play. And again, that kind of goes back to like learning about a plant and not giving up on it the first time. So soil, Light needs, airflow, all those things are going to be important to your plant. Like, you know, if you ask me what's a really great plant that I can put in my bathroom that doesn't have a light, um, the blood vessel right about here, <laughs> right
3: over my
2: right temple, just starts to throb a little bit because I'm like, okay, did. Are we? I mean, I know like arts are no longer being taught in school, but really like biology, like mm-hmm. you need light, <laughs> <Yeah. for laughs>
1: like there are your plants
2: there, to yeah, grow. There are it's not happy
1: plants that are in
2: little photosynthesis yeah. every once in a while, and just mm-hmm. because something will tolerate it doesn't mean it's going to mm-hmm. thrive. So, really, research. I mean, Google is free.
1: I love when you say that on TikTok. (laughs)
2: Google's free. It's so free. It's so free. And depending on the plant that you want, shockingly enough, there is a society for just about every kind of plant hobbyist out there. Mm -hmm. Orchid societies, fig societies. I mean, you name it. Go to experts and go talk to those people. I'm here to tell you that old crotchety men and women that like are the head of these societies, which I know will not hear this broadcast.
0: You never um, know.
2: (laughs) know, um, But they have tribal knowledge and there are some, Something to be said about tribal knowledge of people that have had their hands in dirt longer than we've been alive. Mm-hmm. Um, they have experience that we can glean from them by just taking the opportunity to talk to them. So go to your local garden clubs. Those are the people that have been. They got nothing else to do, man. <laughs> they time to put together a club. I mean, for goodness, right? I mean, they're not worried about their kids or their dogs. They want to have a club go to those things meet those people because they will talk your freaking ears off (laughs) um, of things you may or may not even want to know but they can really help you i mean they could really really help you so what was the question (laughs) we were
1: were talking about simple care (laughs) well make sure you have a window for one and then you need a window then you need to find your
0: succulent and cacti club Talk to the people. I have
1: to be really careful. Um, I mean, you were in the Midwest, Sonia, so you know how chilly it's getting. How chilly it gets up here. But I recently moved into a really old house, and I can't have anything sitting on the windowsills because, oh my goodness, it is like so drafty and so cold by the window, um, especially when it drops. Like, what was it? Like twenty below the other day.
0: It was twenty below today. Oh, okay. Normal temperature, not yeah. not the, not the low, just the temperature. So-
2: I have to tell you, I don't even go outside if the temperature is below my age. So, <laughs> I, I can't. Like, this year I turned 51. I'm like, yes, another degree more. That, you know, <laughs> it's going to be great. But, um, hold on, I had a thought. I mean, it's coming to me. Oh, so, uh, this is the other thing, especially about succulents and stuff. Um, especially, because we're headed into February. And what happens in February? Oh, Everybody gets cut flowers and nobody has kittens that somebody spent like 30, 50, $90 on cut plants that will survive seven to 10 business days. And then they throw them away. But somehow if you get a succulent, that was four 99 and it lives for two months and then dies on the third month. It's like the end of the world. (laughs) And I think we need to normalize that plants die, that you can have something temporarily and enjoy it for a short amount of time. Absolutely. You know, when it gets long and leggy and just looks like a miserable mess, throw that shit away. <laughs> go take $5 and go buy yourself another one. I know a great website. It's partly seniorprojects.com. Yeah. And
3: <laughs>
1: well, I know still, that, like, especially... Still, Those uh, succulents that we see in the grocery stores, you know, the ones filled with mealy bugs and stuff, um, a lot of those plants are not set up for success. So, of course, they're not going to die. But y'all, go get your plants from Sonia. Sonia's like, she's grown the good stuff.
2: I will tell you, though, those plants actually are set up for success, but only at the greenhouses that they're grown in. Mm -hmm. Because the greenhouses that they're grown in can handle the peat moss. It can handle the temperatures, and it's like you just can't keep it in that container once you get it home. Mm-hmm. And yeah, if you're not doing a little bit of Google searching, mm-hmm. if you keep it in that same container, that's it's just you know lithops. Oh my gosh, don't even get me started. <laughs> they grow in they grow in peat moss at the growers because that works in Southern California with our temperature and how they water. You take that bad boy home, and you don't put it in ninety percent grit mix. <laughs> She's a goner.
1: Yeah, I don't know how mine are alive. They're all. I have my little Lithopolis. They're all together in one long <laughs> pot. <laughs>
0: yes. You've you've uh, done very well with them. I have never been able to keep <laughs> one alive. From I just
1: I just don't water them. I do what people tell me to. I leave them alone. I don't touch oh, them. Live <laughs> alone. They leave do alone. Not touch them leave like, alone. Leave them alone. They're like everyone's like, oh my god, what do you have them growing in? Because um, it's like every time I have something topped with something else, like I have a lot, like a lot of stuff, like topped with sphagnum moss or topped with. A lot of perlite and that's what it has in it like just a bunch of perlite everyone's like oh my god are they just growing in perlite no <laughs> it's for the aesthetic okay i mean a bunch of like little butts sticking out of the soil didn't look so cute so i try <laughs> to add some little rocks and make it look like a little landscape i don't know i'm not i'm not a very good um even my plants inside don't look very organized i don't know how to make it look cute but i can keep them alive
0: And that's what matters, which is actually
2: more important. (laughs) Yeah, I'm like it's there's
1: soil all over the floor, and things are alive, so you can't expect me to keep it clean and thriving. (laughs) Yeah,
0: we are about the least aesthetic people I know when it comes to plants. Yeah,
1: I'm like I'm just excited for the new leaf. Thank God, I'm just like blessed to not have the pests. So, (laughs) like having if I'm stepping on soil all over the place, that's why I wear shoes inside. So. <laughs> problem solved <laughs> so i have my indoor it's like, slides it's
2: like, it's like pixie dust for gardeners basically you know
1: basically it's going to be all over the place even like, when i spill lekka pots all over that's not fun because then they go mm, it's like cocoa puffs all over the place <laughs> and then my cat starts playing with them she finds a little lekka ball all over the place and i hear her down the hall <laughs> i can't all right brandon what's our next one
0: so we've got another one from april rose 42 mm-hmm. she says sonia what's your favorite bit of plant related knowledge
2: Oh, my favorite little bit of plant-related knowledge is that during World War II, they ran out of bandages and they dug up sphagnum moss. Did you know this? They dug up sphagnum moss to the tune of like a million pounds a month, which is a lot of freaking bandages, because sphagnum moss is, um, it's like inert. It It doesn't carry antibacteria. And it will soak up two and a half times ugh, the blood volume that regular cotton bandages will. And so because they ran out of cotton bandages, they were using sphagnum moss in their field dressings. Mm-hmm. Um that's
0: a fun fact. Just- <laughs> well, good to know in case I ever have a limb chopped off. <laughs> a very bloody
2: fact.
1: I was thinking about uh, your injury again, Brandon. Um, we were in Chicago together recently, Sonia, and I don't know what it is. Brandon was like reaching for another plant and there's a big cactus and then it got him good. And yeah. he literally has a scar from it on his arm. <laughs>
0: yeah, this shirt's so tight.
1: So I'm wondering, like, Sonia, you must have a lot Can of battle scars. scars. Look at that. <laughs> I feel like you must have a lot of battle scars from working um, with the prickly prickles.
2: Uh yeah, there's yeah, there's been a few. There's been a few and so much so that, you know, some plants um I planted without realizing how much they love it in my yard. And I'm like, oh shit. Like if I don't get rid of this right now, um, this is gonna be like I'm gonna have to wear a hazmat suit in order to
3: <laughs> take that to the ground.
2: So yeah, I've had some i've had some battles but uh in my former life i was also a dance instructor so i'm good on the balance right Ooh, i mean jealous. i think you can very agile. Think you want to work on your balance um you pair ballet with um spines big enough to pierce through your like bones and somehow there's like a happy medium somewhere in there where you <laughs> become light on your feet for fear of being impaled so yeah
1: i remember i don't know if you made a tiktok about it or if you were talking about it on live or something but um you were talking about the like i don't know if it's the bunny ear cactus but just the one that makes all the prickles and then someone um had them in the greenhouse and they were all over the place and then they ended up in people's lungs icky
2: yeah very very icky and it's it's surprising how Plants that can be actually very dangerous are just sitting, you know, sitting on your shelf over there at the, you know, <laughs> in the Home Depot, uh, just for ever up for grabs for anyone and
1: no warning yeah, label so at all.
2: <laughs> nothing. Do not nothing inhale. <laughs> like. Yeah, here's your pencil cactus. Uh, uh, early on on TikTok, I had made a video about um, the euphorbia, the sticks of fire. And, um, you know, the, the latex sap in those euphorbias is very much, and you can get an allergic reaction if you have latex allergies, right? So if you get that stuff in your eyes, it really can cause blindness. When I tell you the amount of comments from people that lived in California about, oh yeah, those were growing all over our elementary school. And we would like break them off and like chase each other and beat each other. Oh
3: my (laughs) my God.
2: God. Oh my God. We need to start teaching people that nature wants to kill you. <laughs> and you should not be, you know, helping it along.
1: Oh, my God. When <laughs> plants fight back.
0: Right? We just got poison ivy up here.
1: Oh, my God. Yeah. Which
0: I am immune to. You do we are? Talk? I thought did, we talked about that. How
1: do you find that? Oh, yeah. I think you did mention yeah, that. Yeah, my dad's
0: immune and I just happened to walk through it one day and didn't realize what it was. And then I, I didn't
1: I've get never anything. been face to face, so I wouldn't know.
0: Oh yeah, because we were comparing that and stinging nettle. I think it's in one of the episodes that are coming up in the next week or two. We compared to what? The stinging nettle that's in my backyard.
2: Oh. oh, that's my childhood. That's my childhood nemesis. I cannot do stinging nettle.
0: Oh yeah, it's just sick. Fourth grade is when I first walked through that one.
1: I had to get rid of my big bunny ear cactus when I realized like all of the prickles and whatever it would shed all over the place. Um, I was really proud of that cactus though because it was giving me a bunch of new paddles like it was getting pretty big but to the point where then it started leaning and it was. Yeah that's
2: called invasive.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I was using a fork at one point to prop it up like a little fork in the pot and then when I started getting them all over in my hands I was like oh my god I cannot touch this thing. Um, I didn't even want to use my cactus gloves because I knew that I could like take the cactus gloves off and like still get them on myself if I'm like not careful um and it would get all over like the shelf all over the plants that were next to it and i just had to toss yeah. it because i'm like i can't handle this it's I, I can't have a plant that scares me that's not <laughs> what plants are to, here to do
2: i just pulled one out of my garden and there's literally like a death zone of about four feet where i'm afraid to touch the soil i i don't know how long those spines are are they going to break down so like it's like a death match in there for me like, okay, I'm, like, not touching it
1: <laughs> um brandon next up i see the next question and i'm excited to hear about this <laughs> i don't know if we're ever i mean we're in minnesota so i don't know if it's realistic but
0: okay so we got an aj hurley who's asking how do you get a cactus to bloom
1: Oh, um, it needs to be warm.
2: (laughs) (laughs) So go be somewhere warm. (laughs) Go be somewhere warm. Yeah. Blooming. And
1: if you guys Um, see them in the greenhouses and they're blooming, they probably came from a greenhouse that was very warm and like had great conditions.
0: Or that bloom has been glued on.
2: Oh yeah. There's that too. (laughs) (laughs) They're, they're, there is that? There is that. No, I mean it's really uh, for some plants it's a maturity uh, thing, and most of the other time it really is the temperature, the temperature and the and the sunshine. Mm-hmm.
1: Perfect conditions. Um, I actually recently learned that air plants only bloom once in their lifetime.
2: Um, no, that's dang. not true. That is not true. Dang, that people is are spreading true. misinformation. <laughs> shocking <laughs> on the internet
1: oh well that's good to know because it made me really sad i'm like once that's not and very some of the
2: air, some of the air plants that i have in my shop are like 15 plus years old mm-hmm. so um they have definitely bloomed uh in that time period so that is that is a tiny bit of misinformation
1: Good to know. Straight from the source, you guys. You heard it here first.
0: (laughs) Speaking of old plants, I know that your mom is very into plants as well. And I remember your videos when you visited her within the last year. I don't know specifically when it was, but she had a really beautiful garden outside. Do you have any heirloom plants that you currently possess uh, from your mother?
2: Um, I actually don't have any plants for my mother, but I have one for my father. Um, I have like, um, I think it's a philodendron or something. And I got it in, oh, let me think about it. I probably got it in 2001, but he had it since 1980. And um, my father passed away. So it's really the only living thing I have from my dad. I stuck it in the ground, and that thing, the leaves are, like, two feet wide now.
3: Oh, my god!
2: (laughs) It just loves it, and uh, it's traveled. It's moved with me, like, three or four times, and now that we're in in SoCal, I stuck it in the ground, and it's just a happy camper. So, that's the only plant that I have. My mother has lots of plants that I adore, uh, but they're not going to handle, you know, this 117-degree heat. uh, (laughs) That's... Is here because I used to have quite the collection of hostas. I adore mm,
0: oh, French we are, kiss. We are in hostas. hosta central here. In I can't. Maybe it's just because I see I've them got all five over varieties. The place. In I my can't yard. stand them.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: they. I mean,
1: um, there are a lot of beautiful ones. We did go to. Where did we go? The Arboretum. Arboretum around here. And they had like a whole section of just like, I couldn't believe how many varieties there were. So they can be really beautiful. I feel like a lot of people have just the very basic boring ones in their yard.
2: Uh, Yeah, the basic green, whatever. Uh, (laughs) Once you get into like the blue colors and the ruffled leaves and the beautiful variegated ones. I really like the texture that they provide. I I think one of my pet peeves is when people are like, "Um, you know, I really want some plants. I want some cuttings and some succulents, But I don't want, you know, I want color i don't want green and i'm like green is definitely a color in your crayola box Mm -hmm. and you could make a beautiful landscape with just shades of green Mm
1: -hmm. so absolutely i think so too i like i like green like
2: doesn't like green
1: (laughs) they i I just love what plants add to people's homes like every time i see something like empty and bare i'm like oh i could use a couple plants (laughs) It makes everything better. Even I mean, you see them in offices and like in the backs of like movie scenes and stuff. Like plants are there for decor because they really make everything look better. I agree. Okay. What's yeah,
2: I one? you know I watched uh, Jurassic Park and apparently there were dinosaurs in there. I, I,
1: don't know, I <laughs> looking at all tropical paradise all plants. Right. <laughs> I should re-watch that and look at the plants. <laughs> That's a good idea um our next question i don't know how to say oh pete winterburn i get scared of saying people's names but that sounds like <laughs> that that's one's what it that would be. seems pretty it's pretty straightforward, straightforward. <laughs> they said if you were only allowed one succulent for the rest of your life what would it be
2: cross buddha temple <laughs> there you go you guys
1: can you describe just, to our uh, listeners what that one like kind of looks like what the colors are how it grows
2: it's just a green green little crassula and it stacks up like a little pagoda and they're just densely packed they're slow growing um i am having a plant gasm because mine is going to bloom and they have little white flowers on top so if you look up crassula buddha temple
0: i love just pulled it up and I love
1: it. I love the texture that <laughs> so, it gives. It's cute. very like compact, like stacked on top of very each other compact, looking. It's
2: very like um symmetrical, very much like nature and geometry having a baby. Mm-hmm. Like right there and i
0: just love it is this something you normally stock because we will be posting this in about three weeks so if you Mm -hmm. think you'll have some in stock we can definitely send i actually
2: have some in stock right now and i've got a guy that if i need to elbow him for a few more (laughs) go get it y'all i can i i can make that happen so
1: (laughs) Yeah, I need to up my succulent game. I actually, I think I'm just keeping one out of, I don't know, just because I want to see how long I can take care of it. It's actually one of my oldest plants. Like if I look back on like pictures I took at greenhouses or whatever, like back in like 2018 or something, I picked up this just very basic looking one. I don't even know what it's called, but it's like, I don't know. Everyone has this green succulent that like, it's more pointy in growth and then when you sunstress it it turns red whatever um and it's in a little hanging basket and it's in my grow tent actually because that's the highest like amount of light that i can give it so she's hanging in there and she's hanging on <laughs> and she's growing a lot but she's starting to like she's not leggy at all she's beautiful but she's starting to like get tall and like now she's like hanging out of the pot almost like she's not hanging down but she's like leaning out doing her thing She's doing her thing, so I'm I'm very proud to have that guy and my lithibs and my cacti. I have some pretty old cacti too, but um, they didn't all make it in the move with me. Wow! Wow! wow, wow. You've got a <laughs> bunch around here, Brandon. Cacti? No, like little succulents and stuff. I have a
0: few. They're the only cat. They're the only cat non-chewing plants I own, so they're all in the bay the bay window because mm-hmm. my roommate's cats won't. Well, cat specifically, one of them. Cece, as you all know, could care less about plants, as you've seen her all over my social media. But Clifford is a chewer, but he doesn't like the thick texture of succulents or succulent related.
1: My cat's been chewing on my cacti. She, I actively have to keep my cat alive, I feel like.
2: Well, she's a freak, so, yeah, you know. she's a weirdo.
0: I
1: got that, did you see that on my story, Brand? I got the video of her. It's a very spiky little cactus, like almost like a barrel looking cactus, but not exactly a barrel cactus. Um, and she's trying to put her mouth on it. Like, <laughs> you are d- d- something else. I can't handle it. Okay, Brandon. I can't be b- doing all the okay, segues. So what are we doing now? We've
0: talked a lot about cactus and succulents. Okay. So let's segue into your business, Partly Sunny Projects. <laughs> um, I am a big fan of how you share your business knowledge how you share your business tips and like what you do and what motivates you and all of that. So I can't wait to kind of dive into all of this. Um, but let's kind of dive into like how you started it and what was the beginning stages like and kind of what was your business growth and what, what was, what was your experience with all of that?
2: So, um, if I think way back, um, so basically I was just desperate and, What I did is I just joined a lot of, like, groups, and I was kind of doing my homework and seeing what were the challenges that people had and what were kind of the the takeaways from all that. What things made them happy and what things didn't make them happy. And listen, I did 16 years in sales. So, um, number one, people buy from people that they like, and I am lovable. (laughs) (laughs) So. Um, and I have a tiny knack and I can make people laugh, hence all the laughter, mm-hmm. cue the laughter. Um, we have a
1: laughter button. Brandon.
2: Oh.
3: Okay, is yes.
0: It, is it this the one? Laugh- I don't know what button it is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's this one.
3: Here you go. Now I feel like I'm on this episode of
2: Matt. I love it. We need to get
1: some fun sound effects in here. I want there some funny go. like there TikTok noises. <laughs>
2: So um, I was seeing kind of like where I could fit in and kind of what would my niche be and where I needed to start. Now, I am a woman of a certain age. So tech savvy was not on my plate. Uh, The thought of having a website, like SEO, who the hell is that bitch? I don't even know who (laughs) she is. But so I started by doing like personal plant shopping and That to me was just kind of like an idea that came up that I would showcase plants and then people would buy them almost live. And I did it on WhatsApp. I had a group of people that would join in and it was just like a giant game of memory. I would send out photos of the plants that I saw and if you wanted one, you would text me back that photo and that's what I would pick up for you. Uh, It was the bane of my existence for the most part because... (laughs) Uh, my memory got really good, but I hated doing invoicing and I still hate doing invoicing, but you know, it got the job done. And probably within the first like three or four weeks, I went from having like 10 people on to having like 30 to having 50 to having like 80. And I was like a capacity. I was like losing my fucking mind. (laughs) And somewhere along the way, um, something happened and we slipped into a pandemic and a lot of people were staying home and you know I, and I when the pandemic started I'm like who the hell is gonna want to buy plants and the answer to that is every a lot of people and because I didn't want to keep doing what I was doing um, I'm like well maybe I can offer some things on a website because my cuttings had somehow Ran like wildflower, wildfire. Wildfire. There's the word.
0: We also like wildflower. <laughs> yes.
2: Huh? Yes. And, um, and I started to get a lot of orders. And by a lot of orders, I mean a lot of orders. Uh, June of 2020, um, we had processed 1,200 orders. And by we, I mean me and my multiple personalities. Because <laughs> it was just... Me, um, my husband actually wound up taking a small sabbatical from work to help me because I was going to lose my mind. Um, and then that turned into the bane of my existence because all I was doing was these cuttings and I'm like, I, I need a break. I can't, if I cut one more plants, it's going to be me next. So <laughs> let's see if we can get a catalog of other plants out there because I don't want to do just this. And so I started introducing other plants and things and um, I started doing these videos on TikTok and like for whatever reason, I'm getting like tens of thousands of followers. It's like bonkers, right? And I don't have a filter. I kind of never had. And I heard, I can't remember the dude's name and he's like, you know, you could decide to polarize your audience. And by that, he meant is, you know, people may not like how you come across, but if it's you and it's your authentic self, you will find people that will like you for who you are. And the people that don't like you, they would have found another reason why they don't like you. So one of my favorite words is fuck. <laughs> because it's so. I mean, you could use it as adjective, noun, pronoun, you know, preposition. You could use it at all parts of speech. And some people are completely turned off by that. And the thing of it is, is that those are then not my people. Because my people that do understand me, they're okay. And they live in kind of the same reality <laughs> that I live in. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I told my husband I was going to write a book and, um, a, you know, gardening book with swearing in it and he's like um you're really gonna turn people off i'm like babe there was literally a lullaby book called <laughs> go the buck to sleep it sold a million copies yeah my people are out there okay. i just need to find them and so here we are uh it uh, in december uh, my husband quit his job
1: <laughs> oh my he quit I love his job <laughs> he quit his
2: job because he was getting burned out and he was the best person that's helped me thus far. Because if we're going to sink, we're going to sink in the same boat. So um, he and I are now working together. So I feel like I really have an amazing partner. That's He brings to the table the things that I don't have. <laughs> He's an aerospace engineer, a quality assurance <laughs>
3: professional. <laughs> amazing. I might
2: stab him with a cactus. You never know. But <laughs> he brings the organization and those things that I'm like, oh, dude, I just don't have the energy for that. I'm just trying. I do the education, the talking, and the sales, but he's good at all that stuff, the workflow charts, all that stuff. So I'm kind of looking forward to where the business is going to go next. And uh, I'm kind of excited because I have a couple of people that I work with. Um, I'm hoping that they also have success because I do feel like there's room for everybody in this and if we can collaborate and share ideas it just kind of helps all of us be better so that's that's kind of it in a nutshell I
1: love that was he also in kind of like the corporate world or like had a not so fun job that like you had as well
2: Um, um no so he was like 20 years in the military and then he got out um got his degree at Purdue um and then he worked for these like huge uh firms that did satellite stuff and he did auditing for that and the, his most recent job was for this company that was a third party auditing for like the aerospace stuff I, he just worked all the time yeah. and um they just kind of like worked him to death a little bit <laughs> he's like uh, dude, like, where's my life going? And I'm like, well, you want to come work with plants?
3: <laughs>
2: I and love it, like, though.
1: I'm very excited was, to see what
2: happens. Yeah, like I our- know, you too. And he's, not part- <laughs> and he's easy on the eyes. So it's <laughs> lovely. Yeah, we're <laughs> still trying world.
1: to get Brandon out of his full-time job and into plants full-time. <laughs> it's, uh, it's so you know hard.
2: What? It's difficult, but it is definitely, I feel like anything is really doable. So mm.
0: we'll get there.
1: Yeah, we'll yeah i have a boring accounting job so we're trying our best we we need to pay the bills our bills okay brandon it says quick break what does that mean we're not
0: quite there yet you've okay. a, a few a few we quick break. do
1: we have like a, do we have like a fake sponsor or something
3: yes
0: we do, we do.
1: <laughs> we're gonna throw it in later okay.
0: Okay, so the next uh, point of business. <laughs> well, this this episode, Surprise Sonia, is sponsored by Partly Sunny Projects. I'm gonna need you to record a little commercial that we can put into the break. So just so you know you will have to do that. <laughs> it's free advertising. We're not even making you pay. <laughs> okay, so this was a question that I had. I said having switched from a person being a pl- person who loves plants to being a person who runs pretty much a plant nursery, what have you learned and what are things that you were just not aware of as a hobbyist is now a full-blown professional?
2: Um, just the amount of time that it takes for stock to grow. So uh, a lot of the plants that I get, I I curate my collection. I am blessed that I live in Southern California where you pretty much can't swing a dead fiddle fig without finding another nursery that you could pick one up from. And so I'm able to curate this amazing collection because not everybody grows everything that everybody else does. So um, I did have a company reach out to me that wanted to buy my company and i'm like i don't freaking think so oh my and gosh like,
1: yeah. wow and she's
2: like um so like do you see that there's like a crossover with the, the product that you buy and i'm like bitch i go to like 40 different places <laughs> to find the plants that i have because you know so it's the amount of time like your average little uh c- cactus right that's like in a three and a half inch pot so what is that like two inches tall that's like two to three years of growth so, there's not this, like, really fast turnaround. My favorites are, like, reading people's posts that are like, oh, my God, I got some leaves from the nursery, and I need to grow succulents for my bridal shower this coming June. And
0: <laughs> I'm like... <laughs>
2: <Good> luck. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Sis, okay.
0: My mom went to a wedding where they grew all their own succulents, and they, like, had them in the arrangements. They had them as, like, gifts. And it was, like, a three-year process to, like... Get enough succulents to grow that you grew for your guests at your wedding, which is really cool. But like Are they gonna, too much gonna, work.
1: They're gonna take them home and kill it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's all I, I would think about.
2: Like, that really could have just been like three bucks. Think about the water and the time. It's kind of like, you know, with artists that you know, when people uh showcase their artwork and then somebody comes up and they're like, Oh, I can make that. It's like, yeah, for like hundred and fifty dollars okay. worth of supplies.
1: Then go make man. it then. Go try. Yeah, go I it. dare you <laughs> to make try. It.
2: <laughs> so it's really just like a time investment and and then there's like you know products and obviously 2020 was like a crazy year to be in a business where there was such a huge amount of volume and then there's still like some supply chain issues uh one of my growers ran out of pots
1: and you're like oh my god <laughs>
2: so pots. there's um it's not surprising that uh plant people are um have hoarder tendencies and I'm <laughs> this i understand i guess so yeah there's a, just the time that it takes to get something to market can be very challenging and then you know i've been uh, i dabble with a friend in some imports uh, that's a whole other shit show altogether i do mm.
0: have one question when it comes to succulents and like Korean succulents, like what I, I just, it's so out of my headspace. I don't really understand it. There's only one like specialty succulent shop in the Midwest that I know of, and it's in Bolingbrook, Illinois, like outside of Chicago. And I was there once, and they just had just un- incredibly expensive succulents. And they were like, this is this succulent. It was imported from here, it wasn't poached from this. Like, da 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 da. What is the kind of the. The rare succulent market, like,
1: yeah, I know nothing about it either.
2: Oh, well, I mean, it's bananas, it can be really, really bananas. There are some, um, it's it just kind of like in house plants, you have your it plants, same kind of goes with cactus and succulents. And obviously, there's challenges with plants that are poached and being taken out of their natural habitat, that's like a huge no no, um, you know. I mean, something came from somewhere anyway. The, the, the Asian market really is mostly comprised of the hybrids that they're making. They're just top-notch when it comes to making amazing-looking plants. And then, you know, you throw them into environments where labor costs are super low. And you could crank out plants like they've got time energy resources and they just churn them out they just churn them out and obviously market conditions are going to dictate what prices are going to be the more scarce something is the higher the value goes you know i know costa farms is obviously looking to drop some right mon- monstera elbows and you're hoping those prices go down but will they really yeah,
1: i'm like we've been holding our breath for what three years now like yeah oh my god yeah. every no. time there's still because there's still so many people joining the plant community in the plant world, and they're like, oh my gosh, guys, did you hear? Gustav Arms is putting out well, the Thai consolation." We talked about it. this
0: in an episode that's going to come out tomorrow or next is Wednesday. It? Oh, yeah. cool. You do not remember any of the last two episodes. Usually I'm the one who doesn't remember.
1: I, Usually- no, my meds are gone, Brandon. Thank you. I've been fighting with the insurance
0: company. Usually Nicole's like, oh yeah, we recorded that podcast. Yeah. Did you ever put it up? And I'm like, what podcast?
2: This is yeah, true. I, I think that there's definitely, you know, the scarcity thing has to do with it where I find that there's probably like there's expensive succulents and then there's really expensive cactus the the cactus world is also another step okay. I was recently um at a plant auction I mean these plants are going for, for like two thousand three thousand dollars for one plant yeah for like one size of it's plant scarcity.
1: is this thing in like a little like 12 inch pot mm, two inch I know
2: uh, I mean so they're so they're small, and you you—you you have to think about why is it. And I think that's where a lot of people are potentially missing, that plants are an investment. They, are, they can be a huge investment if you do it right. If you get one plant that's going to produce seed from you, and if you spent $2,000 on this plant, but you're going to get 200 seeds every year from this $1,500 plant... And you sell each one of those even at 10 bucks, times 500 seeds. That's a lot of math. And that's just the first year. So when people, you know, kind of balk at the price of plants, who's buying it? Because if it's a grower, that's an investment in future sales. And, you know, the, the auction that we were at was an unfortunate circumstance where the owner of those plants had passed away. But they made probably couple tens of thousands of dollars for that widow by having that auction. So he didn't have a 401k. He sunk it in his plants and he got, you know, an amazing rate of return. Like you could buy, one, you know, one of those white rhinos. It's a little agave for $150. You grow that thing for five, six years. That's a $3,000 plant.
0: So, and it's interesting too because we're obviously more centered in the aeroid world, where they're fast-growing plants. Mm-hmm. So for us, people it's are like,
1: selling little nodes for thousands of dollars. <laughs> yeah. Even in
0: just the last year and a half, plants that used to sell for a thousand dollars are now under a hundred. Where I feel like in the cactus succulent world, where they're so slow growing, it's not like you can just buy it and flip it right away. It mm-hmm. must be like a completely different market when it comes to that
2: yeah yeah and there's there's a lot of there's a lot of people with some very very deep pockets very very deep pockets like i showed up to that auction and i'm like oh yeah no like, <laughs>
0: you're like i'm just here to watch <laughs>
2: i'm out i'm out the last plan that bought for 150 died in like two weeks i'm like fuck this shit <laughs> i'm like, oh, like shit i can't i can't right i just can't um but some of their starting bids was like $900. And you're like, oh. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I know, there's so many plant auctions I watch and the starting bid is already sh- out of my budget. And I'm like, what am I doing yeah, here? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just here to comment done. Are
2: yeah. But you know, those those plants are really, uh, truly, they're being bought probably for some private collectors that have like more money than God and have nothing else to do with it. But they're also being uh, bought by growers that are investing in future sales for their companies that could glean... I mean, hundreds of thousands of dollars from one plant from just just the seed. They could just sell seed, for God's sakes, and make, yeah, I mean, I know a guy, and he sells seeds um, to the Asian market for um, agaves and aloes. He could drop $15,000, a buck a seed, a Thank dollar God. a seed, yeah.
1: Jeez, that was going to happen to us, Brandon, if we don't have kids or they're going to auction off our plants when we're dead.
0: I, okay so when we brought up heirlo- when I brought up heirloom plants earlier I was like not that I plan on having kids to get plants to but
1: yeah I'm like what's going to happen to all my plants when I die I was actually in a live with someone one time and I think they were like very shocked when I brought up like do you ever think about what's going to happen to your plants when you're dead and they're like well now I I haven't but now I am thanks <laughs> well sorry
2: I think if you have a really big investment in plants somebody in your stratosphere needs to be made aware because that could either go to a charity there should be some kind of contact with like the societies that we talked about like if you're into cactus and succulents you should make a friend of hey listen i know that this collection could be worth twenty thousand dollars i don't want it to go to waste i want it to be sold and i want the proceeds to benefit such and such and there's no reason why i mean some people think may think that that's kind of like a silly thing but it's not the plants have value Mm -hmm. so they should be you know used to their best abilities especially if it's a collector and they
1: we need to
0: play, make a plant will. <laughs>
2: plant, will. <laughs> plant wills.
1: Oh my goodness! What am in a trust.
0: So whichever one of us die first. <laughs> yeah, I'm like brain
1: Like I don't know which one of us is more clumsy. You're older than me, but I, I also eat. You. I also eat like a twelve-year-old. So,
0: I mean, I do too. So <laughs>
1: no, you don't. I like eat like Ritz crackers. I do eat Ho-Hos. a vegetable once in a while. <laughs> yeah, I don't eat vegetables. Can you
2: just imagine being at a funeral and a. Light breaks out over the house plants. And oh my gosh!
1: I'd love and to somebody be
2: somebody whacked in the head.
1: I'd love to be a fly like on the wall for that. Someone. I just, yeah. I hope that being a spirit is real or something because I want to be over. I want to be watching my funeral. If there's going to be drama like that, I gotta be there to see it. I can't, <laughs> or I will. Or so help me God, I will wake up. I
2: will oh, I'm wake leaving up. Leaving the planet, making drama. I'm for sure <laughs> leaving the planet, making drama. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Oh, well, we have one last point mm-hmm. we want to get to when it comes to Partly Sunny Projects, and this is my personal thing, and I ask this from every interview I am. And Be whether honest. It's a, whether it's a job, whether it's a, a podcast. I mean, this is my first podcast interview. Second, we did what? No, we did two others. We've had guests. So this is our third podcast uh, interview. Brent, see, Brent doesn't remember. Yeah, the
2: Third? I'm... I didn't even pop your cherry?
0: Well, <laughs> you're the first see, remote. Yeah,
1: you're... we didn't have the technology to be doing remote.
0: <laughs> 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 <Okay>. <laughs> Okay, so my question is, what is your favorite and least favorite parts of running PSP?
2: My favorite is teaching someone something new. And I definitely live in the wheelhouse of, even if, you know, um, someone once said to me, don't you get tired of answering the same question over and over and over again? And the answer to that is, it may be my thousandth time answering the question, but for the person that's asking, it's their first time asking. So I want to answer them so that they kind of uh, feel acknowledged that their, their questions are answered and I will never get tired of doing that. That's, that's my favorite thing to do because I know sometimes people can become very sensitive and one wrong reply from somebody can change the course of that person's feeling about the hobby or whatever it is that they're doing. Um, Why am I tearing gal- up? Do you see
1: me tearing up, Brandon?
2: <laughs> so listen, listen. I met I met a woman at the library. I used to teach. I paint as well, crafty that way. And I was teaching a painting class, and I told her, I said, "You should come to the class." And she goes, "Oh no." Oh, no, I couldn't do that. And I said, well, why not? She's like, well, my fourth grade teacher told me to never pick up a pencil that I'd never be a good artist. Uh-huh. Dude, she was fucking 65. And she carried this from her fourth grade teacher. Do you know how much she missed in life? Because she heard harsh words from one person. <laughs> oh, my God. No.
1: <laughs> I'm not on my medication. I cry at everything. Oh, my God.
2: it's not crying I can see that your eyeballs are sweating I got it (laughs) okay so I don't get tired of answering people's questions that are especially new because that to me is like you know if I can just grab them grab them because if I can make a difference that they then develop A love of something for the rest of their life and I was a catalyst whether they realize it or not like that leaves a little imprint on the world my name doesn't need to be known around the planet but what if it's known just for a few people and then they spread that love to their kids and their grandkids I've actually then left a legacy by just kindly answering someone and that's that's powerful that's that's maze balls there's
1: a maze balls i moved to tears i would
0: would have (laughs) no sweating content content if it wasn't for you so (laughs) you left your imprint on me Um,
1: (laughs) you're muted brandon
0: oh anyway i didn't know it was (laughs) muted but (laughs) he mutes himself in between taking sippies of what is that wine I don't want to, yeah, like, make a sip too. noise. Anyway, you left your imprint on me. I would have never posted plant content at all. I just posted, like, random succulent pictures on Instagram over the mm-hmm. last 10 years, and then they just died. And,
1: like, <laughs> I have it. my but- old gold cactus pictures, <laughs> my old Ikea cactus on my Instagram. She died.
0: But, yeah, so what's your least favorite part? Let's get into the nitty-gritty I hate
2: now. doing taxes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God,
1: yes. I mean, like, my accounting is, like, part of my boring job, and, like, seeing how much money goes to the government i mean it's sickening and also well, I, I don't have, understand it at all why like i do oh, no, my job i, I don't have, get it
2: i have bought the federal government a luxury car every year for the last couple of years it's like there's <laughs> my money go buy yourself a nice car because that's not how much I'm <laughs> you right now holy shit
1: it's it's a lot it's excessive and, and like from small businesses like i know you can get that money from like the big guys instead
0: just like tax
1: them properly.
0: Bezos I mean, can pay for my taxes.
1: Oh, <laughs> yeah, Bezos. I mean he,
2: he has a he has a penis styled, you know, rocket going into space.
1: <laughs> I think he actually I had heard somewhere. on TikTok like by the time I finished this sentence, Jeff Bezos would have made like at least four thousand dollars.
0: Like Oh yeah, it's like every second. Yeah,
1: every second he's making making a lot of monies. Well, Brandon, should we get into taking our quick break?
0: Okay, guys, we're going to take a quick little break. Uh, you'll see some sponsored content that we're not getting paid yeah, for. Yeah, I need to
1: stop crying. We're
0: just trying to plug. Nicole needs a break. I, I probably have to pee. We, we'll find out soon. But anyways, we'll be back in a second. Yeah, enjoy
1: this, enjoy this commercial. <laughs>
0: Hey guys, this is Brandon. Thanks so much for listening to Where Are We Growing. We really appreciate it. I just wanted to hop on here and ask you guys to give us a five-star review on either Apple Podcasts or Spotify because it really helps us grow and we want to keep growing with you. And I totally realized we forgot to read our five-star review at the end of this podcast, so I'm just gonna scooch it right into this little fake ad space. This one is from Keila. It says, I enjoy every second of your episodes. They are so fun to hear when I have plant chores to do. I look forward every week to hearing the new episode. I've learned new stuff from the podcast and can't wait to learn so much more. Well, thank you so much, Keila. We really, really appreciate it. And now I'm gonna throw in some quick sponsored content from Nicole Larson. <laughs> If you're struggling with your plants and need to sit down one-on-one with someone, Nicole has a solution for you. She does plant consults where you can sign up for uh, short or long consults depending on your budget. And she can really dive into details and get to know you and your plants. If this is something you're interested in, she has a super peer, So superpeer.com backslash Nicole Larson with two N's. And I'm sure listening to this episode has cactus on your mind. So if you're interested in getting a cactus, succulent, or air plant, head over to Sonia's website, PartlySunnyProjects.com. She has so many beautiful plants that she puts so much love and care into. So definitely head over there to get your beautiful new plant baby. That's PartlySunnyProjects.com. And our final plug is my website, MonsteraPlant.co. Head over to find Houseplants Galore. It's uh, pretty cold, so we're pushing the merch right now. (laughs) We just launched our plant parent collection, and it has some really, really cute items. We also have new Monstera Plant Co. embroidered beanies and caps. So definitely go to our website, hit the apparel tab, and shop away because it's negative 30 here. So once it warms up, we'll have more plants up there. (laughs) That's MonsteraPlant.co and we're back and
1: we are back did you miss us <laughs> that was our, our first did. little break uh, yeah <laughs> i hope it was podcasts. refreshing and fun
3: <laughs>
1: we are back with sonia well, and also cc our uh executive producer the kitty
0: she just has a lot of hats what and is this? on her i don't know what that is <laughs> Oh God!
1: <laughs> big yeah if you have a big fluffy cat you find things in them a lot of the time do you ever find like a stage trap on her once in a while
0: No, I don't use sticky traps.
1: Oh, yeah. You're like, I don't have gnats. I use diatomaceous earth.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Fancy.
0: But anyway, we are transitioning into our third and final segment of the podcast. So we're Mm -hmm. going to talk a little bit about mental health and how Mm -hmm. plants affect that, the pandemic, and just kind of all that good jazz. So Mm -hmm. first question we have for Sonia is, how do you think mental health benefits slash detriments from having plants have changed over the past few years?
2: Um, so since I started, which has really been during the, the height of the pandemic, um, you know, with my shop, I had this like amazing idea that I would, um, give people the opportunity to write me a note regarding their order. And, and that's what I thought. I, I thought that they would write me notes and say things like, oh, um, this is going to my aunt Birdie, And I wanted to say happy birthday because, Right? That's why you would leave a note. But nope. Uh, A lot of people told me that, you know, the plants were helping them through their sad days Mm
3: -hmm. and
2: helping them cope with stress and anxiety. And sometimes the plants that they're getting is like the only reason why they wake up in the morning. And that just really hit me really hard. I mean, it, it really spoke to me. I mean, I already had it in mind that I wanted to give my clients like the best quality that money could buy. But those kinds of things that people were kind of like dependent on opening a box and finding some little snippet of joy, that kind of weighed heavily on my shoulders of really wanting to please those individuals that they were finding their joy in the plants, you know. And, um, you know, I, I kid earlier about, you know, just go get another one that's where you know owning plants can be also detrimental is if you take if you take it too personally when something does go wrong um you know there's a lot of people that are like oh my god i have like mealy bugs what do i do i'm like uh go throw it in the garbage <laughs> <Because> <laughs> by the time you spend twenty dollars on treating your nine dollar plant you could have bought two of them. Mm -hmm. That's true. That's
1: probably a lesson we should learn. (laughs) Yeah, we need to learn. I need need to toss out more plants.
2: Yeah, sometimes it's just kind of like, you know, if I keep this thing and try to recover it, not only may it not recover, but it may infect more plants, and now more of my money is down the drain when I could have just literally thrown it away. So I think it's just finding this happy medium of, Getting the serotonin that, you know, there's been plenty of studies that say, you know, playing in the dirt is good for you. Um, getting that serotonin from the good things and then not taking it so hard when you don't succeed. And really looking at it as, this is a lesson, this is what I've learned about this particular variety of plant that has, again, no business in my basement in Ohio <laughs> in the middle of winter. Um and being happy with kind of like the progress and being able to go from, you know, I could barely keep something alive for, you know, a month to, um, this is my plants and I've had it for 10 years and I've had offsets and I've been able to grow seeds and, and just learning and stuff. So, um, I don't know how it was before, but definitely during the pandemic. Um, and that's, uh, you know, one of the little fun facts, because I did do an interview for NPR. Um, the plant business was an $8 billion business in 2020. $8 billion. That's, that's not chump change. Yeah, that's so a money A lot of people invested in plants. And hopefully, not just because they were home more, um, because obviously that's one of the reasons why it happened. But hopefully they developed a new love for plants and nurturing something that, you know, brings them joy.
1: So, too. I hope that most of that $8 billion is still alive out there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's a lot. What's our next question, Brandon?
0: Well, um, <laughs> we've seen, um, obviously, plants have really exploded, but what are some trends that you've seen so far that are more of a coping mechanism rather than, like, a true love for plants? Because I feel like, especially this winter... I've seen so many people who have had these massive collections amass and they are just like burnt out, they are crashing. And like, what what do you think the, like the root cause of that is? And maybe like what, as someone who is really spreading joy with plants, like what is your kind of insight on that?
2: Um, Well, I think that they played too many games of Pokemon because they got (laughs) to collect them all. There is a Pokestop right
0: next to my house. People drive up all the time and they get collected.
2: They're just collecting them like Pokemon. And, um, you know, it is addictive. I think anything can become truly addictive. And, um, you know, uh, there's a great line from Game of Thrones, winter is coming. And a lot (laughs) of people are, you know, they kind of forget, okay, you have this wonderful collection, but winter is coming. So, unless you decide that these are going to be annual plants for you, like a lot of people in the Midwest spend thousands of dollars on the annual plants and they have no problem redoing it every year. It's wild. Uh, you know, <laughs> you may not want to do that with your, you know, $300 investment that you paid for a note or whatever. Um, but I think, like anything, there's, you know, too much of a good thing potentially. Mm-hmm. And um, there needs to be a, sort of self-awareness that people need to have and sometimes those lessons are hard to learn you know uh those people that are panicking right now it's just a it's just a lesson it's just you know you went crazy and these are the consequences of your actions like you need to have a plan and it may be unfortunate because they may give up on a hobby that they just got overwhelmed with Mm -hmm. but then again it is a plant hopefully they didn't invest a lot of money um But, you know, live and learn. And while you it, I'm sure you enjoyed it, right? And it was a great time. And then things happen and and, um, life changes and you, you know, you go on to the next thing. But hopefully at least a little bit remains behind. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah, that's what I like to...
2: And the thing is, is there's plenty of people that will take your plants Mm -hmm. that are not overwhelmed. So, you know, if you find yourself in that position where you're like, holy shit, what am I going to do with all of these uh, put an ad up and somebody will happily take
1: them off. <laughs> oh, yeah. Go on your local happily Facebook groups. Marketing. Go on Marketplace. Oh, yeah.
2: All day long. Or All put them
1: outside long. with a free sign if it's warm out and you can do that.
2: Oh, yeah. They'll be gone in a heartbeat. And some, and you will, whether you know it or not, give somebody else joy from mm-hmm. getting those Oh, brands. yeah. They will like, like feel you'll never like believe they're... I scored this free exactly. plant today. They will be <laughs> on top of the world. So, before it gets to that place where you're like, oh my God, I can't believe what I'm doing. Give them away, sell them, sell them for the cost that you got them for and call it a day.
0: And one thing I like to say is like $30 for a plant. Like a lot of people that's like, Oh, too much money, but you're willing to pay $50 $50 for dinner for a one-hour experience, at least with a $30 plant. Even if you kill it, you probably get a month of experience get joy
1: every single day out of that thing. Oh, Come sure, on. sure.
2: Well, like I said earlier, Valentine's Day is coming. Do you know how many people are going to buy cut flowers and how expensive they are? And they're only going to last for you know, seven to ten business days. So a plant that you buy in the store, more than likely is going to last more than those cut flowers are. Mm-hmm. So you're still getting enjoyment out of it. There's still value in that.
1: Yes, get the plant. That's why I like to push, like, trading, especially for the people who are getting into those uncommon aeroids and stuff. Like, I've done so much trading. Brandon's getting into trading. Like, I mean, when you have an abundance of plants and you don't want to spend any more money, there's people out there that want your plants and they have plants that you want. You can just swap them. Swap cuttings. Like it's so fun bartering so easy. is a
2: beautiful bartering is a beautiful thing i
1: wish we could trade more things like i've because i've traded plants for other things and stuff like i traded like some plastic bins so someone could move their plants and they gave me a plant for them like i've traded plants for like a bag of Lekka and stuff like that but i wish we could get back to like trading other stuff and bartering with other things like come on what, where, what happened to that? Capitalism? Why can't I just, like, go out and get things with stuff I already have? Like, it's hard to get money, but I have my house full of things that I don't need. <laughs> People start trading my rocks. I have, like, a little crystal collection that I definitely don't need. It's bad. There's always something to spend money on.
0: Oh, yeah. There's always something to spend money on, sure. <laughs> um, Well, up next, what do you think would be, like, some good tips for someone who... Is just getting into plants, they like what would set them up for success in terms of having a healthy relationship with their plant collection?
2: Um, definitely that Google is free
0: mm-hmm.
2: and they should just do a little bit of research because uh, a little bit of research about their plants will go a long, long way um, if they're contemplating making like a real big investment in plants. Uh, That they're looking to get something more rare, Um, those plants are always going to be around, and you just need to afford yourself a little bit of time to find out what you're really getting yourself into. Oh, yeah! Um, I happen to be on the receiving end of you know just kind of like watching this auction unfold, and this young lady um, bid $1,200 and won. And her next post was like, okay, can someone give me some tips on how to grow it?
3: Oh,
2: oh, no. <laughs> oh sweet Jesus. Um, so, yeah, just a little bit of research and give yourself the, the opportunity to, quote unquote, fail. And be okay with um, trying again and uh, maybe finding that plant that does do well in your environment in the microclimate that you have it in and then think to yourself again if you've researched what are other people doing what are their successes and what's your bandwidth of time that you want to invest in that because the last thing you want to do is get overwhelmed so maybe start small and then keep exploring how much time energy is this going to take And at what point am I no longer going to enjoy it? And am I going to see it as drudgery? Mm -hmm. You want to keep that on the happy side and not so much on the, this is a pain in my butt side.
1: Yeah. It's hard to tell when it's too much until it literally is too much. Um, Yeah.
2: And find, find plant friends. Because you're going to need somebody to water those bitches when you want to go on vacation <laughs> that you can oh, trust. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So um, just find a, find a planty friend that kind of has the same sort of, you know, um, inklings.
3: Exactly. <laughs> I guess.
2: And So because that's another stress, you know, people are like, oh, my God, I do want to go on vacation. Over your plants? Oh, my God, go to Hawaii. Go to Hawaii. <laughs>
1: Oh, my gosh.
0: Oh, well, that is all the questions and content that we had for you. Do you have anything that you'd like to flip the script and ask us? No pressure.
2: Um,
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: no, I. you know what? I'm just, like, super excited for you guys that you're traveling down this road. I think that offering people a platform to get on, to meet people that are in the plant community is just a beautiful thing. Um, and, you know, if people stay tuned for the entire podcast, it's amazing, again, what they can learn from other people that they may not have been able to meet otherwise so you guys are doing really a wonderful thing by being able to broadcast to people information that they may have otherwise not had access to so kudos to you guys i'm gonna cry (laughs) (laughs) no no those are eyeballs sweaty yeah sweaty (laughs) eyeballs
0: i'm just very sweaty sweaty all over yeah
2: Yeah, so um so just kudos to you guys and just kind of like keep at it and surround yourself by positive people that are going to be uplifting for you and give your motivation. And, you know, if you do something and it doesn't go the way that you want it to just know that you learned how it doesn't work and that in itself can be a success. It doesn't always have to yield amazing, positive results. Sometimes learning what not to do is just as important as learning how to do something is learning how not to do it so so kudos. beautiful I'm, I'm i think i need to put a
0: spoiler in the beginning of this podcast saying stay tuned to the last very second because yeah. <laughs> you will get the most you've ever gotten out of anything from yes. sonia in the last second so thank you so much we really appreciate it. that <laughs>
1: this was a treat as brandon says this was a treat oh thank you thank you so much Um, Sonia, do you want to plug your social medias and tell people where they can find you on the interwebs?
2: Yes, yes, they can find me. Um, Shockingly enough, everything is under partly sunny projects. So um, (laughs) I have a TikTok. I have both a business and a group on Facebook under partly sunny projects. I have a wonderful community of people that are willing to help you answer any sort of questions. I'm there all the time. Um, my website is at partlysunnyprojects.com, and we're doing um, air plants, succulents. Uh, we've started doing some kind of live sales as well, which is super exciting. Since Hubs is joining, I will be um, making a little plug where it's still a work in progress, uh, but we're calling it Plants with a Purpose because my amazing, amazing husband um, is a private pilot. And back in 2015, we, yeah, what the hell? (laughs) Amazing. It's amazing. He is just a man of action. So back in 2015, we did. um, um, a course where we just we rescue dogs and um we flew puppy dogs to their oh. forever homes and so we're going to be coming up with a collection of plants where we're going to take 100 percent of the proceeds to help us fund these flights so he is uh going back and just kind of like relearning all the piloty things and i'm working on the website portion to have the plants with a purpose um so that You know, you wind up with a plant and we're going to wind up with the funds because it takes about $1,500 or so to uh, get each one of these flights up in the air. Um, You know, we've saved senior dogs that uh, the owners have passed away. We've saved dogs where their owners were killed in combat. We've saved litters of puppies. And it's something that's kind of close to our heart and Isaac just loves to fly. So that's that's a new thing coming to Partly Sunny Projects uh, along with merch and some other things uh, that we have in store for this year. Because I'm super excited that he's here and helping me. So, you know, if you're looking for some great plant content and you don't mind the swearing, um, <laughs> <laughs> then, um, you know, kind of like look me up
0: oh, and love uh, we that.
1: can
2: be BFFs. Yeah.
1: That is amazing. I'm excited to hear more about that.
0: I am super excited Do you have any other projects coming up besides that i know when's the book coming
2: (laughs) oh uh yeah so you know i did start writing it and stuff and i have um it's really funny i have um, my instructor that i had when i took a couple of college courses she's actually a person that uh, buys a couple of plants and she's like no i'm serious i'll help you write the book or edit she's she's amazing at what she does so Yeah, uh, it's uh, I have it written down. So I know that it's going to happen. But I don't have a drop dead date yet of any kind of release. But I do want to, you know, put something out there in the universe in hard print, whether it's just an Amazon Kindle download sort of thing or something in a hard copy, we'll see. But I am busily scribbling all my fun little stories and stuff that hopefully will bring some fun and some information of so my plant peeps. I out
0: would there. buy the hell out I, of that. I book. can't wait to buy that. And I will say, we are having Becca De La Plants, who has a really successful mm-hmm. house plant book out, and we're going to grill her on oh, how yeah. she did it. Yeah. So, just stay I tuned. need all that. In- I will <laughs> listen
2: to that podcast and scribble down yeah. the information <laughs> we need studiously.
1: We're going to be learning so much. I'm excited for Brian to come on and talk about anthurium pollination. We're going to be learning so much fun stuff.
2: Ooh, sexy time for plants. I love that.
1: I know. Someone was sending me pictures of their, like, plant. I don't know what it was. Maybe it was a regal shield allocation that had put out some flowers, and it was just like, oh, my God, they're sending me naughty pictures of plants, plant private parts. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Okay, Brandon. You gotta tell everyone your. I got a big announcement. Yeah, Brandon <laughs> has changed his username on the socials.
0: <laughs> tell him, Brandon. Okay, so I have changed my username. Nicole was just on uh, David PV Plant Guy's podcast, mm-hmm. planted personalities. Yeah, I was talking and crap they were about both Brandon. Grilling me on my <laughs> username, which was a musical pun on Nicki Minaj's Anaconda. It was Branaconda. Branaconda, we get now. it. You're gay.
1: We get it. <laughs>
0: But now it is Brandon Botanical on all social medias, YouTube, <laughs> TikTok, and Instagram. Yes.
1: It's such a good one. Come on, Brandon Botanical, that's beautiful. I'm glad you did it.
0: <laughs> BB. BB,
1: yeah. So make sure you guys are, I mean, if you're listening to us, you're probably following us, but whatever, you know. So go go congratulate Brandon on his new name.
0: Yeah. <laughs> go roast me about it in the comments. <laughs>
1: Um, if you guys want to follow me, you can go follow me at Nicole Larson grows on Instagram and TikTok. talk. Um, I don't think I have anything else. I don't really do much else. Um, I think that's it. We're not going to be hearing our music coming in. So
0: well, I can, I can hear it in my mind.
1: You can hear it in our brain. <laughs> We're dancing to our little outro song. Thank you, Sonia, for being with us today. Um, I can't, like, I thank you for making me cry and moving me to tears. This was a great podcast. That was a good one. (laughs) I'm, I'm, that was amazing.
2: Thank you again for having me. I really appreciate it, guys.
1: Well, y'all have a great rest of your week. You're looking beautiful. Have a good rest of your day.
0: And keep on growing. We'll see you next Wednesday. Keep growing. Bye. Bye. Bye.